Hello, everybody. It is just a quick episode from your comrades and co-ghosts of Horror Vanguard. I'm John, joined as always by Ash. Ash, how you doing? I'm so I'm so excited uh, for today because we are we are going to do a a trailer reaction video where we watch a trailer and then react to it. And unlike the traditional format, you will not be able to see us react to it. You're ready for some hot takes. <laughs> Are you excited? Well, let's geek out over over the new trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife, the 2020 reboot reboot of the Ghostbusters franchise. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, all right, uh, all right. So uh, start the trailer on the count of three. Mm-hmm. All right, ready? One, two, three. Ah, yes, the Stranger Things youth. You know, he's he's grown up in the 80s, but has never been never was actually there. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think that's an interesting that's an interesting thought that like his his youth is so dictated by what what is effectively his parents' childhood. Oh, there we go. Oh, we got some. Yeah, we we have we have ghosts. Ghosts are ghosts are going to be in ghost confirmed for the Ghostbusters movie. E- Evo Shandor mine or whatever whatever this is set in. <laughs> I, re- I really want. I really want to see how they like fold this in because there's so much like political context for fracking and the exploitation of the environment yep. and extraction yeah, colonialism. Yeah, yeah. I really hope that like e- Evo Shandor is fracking for ghost juice or something. Uh, either that's what they're going to do, or they'll never mention anything to do with that. That's, that's <laughs> it'll be one of those two things. It's just magically set in a mine in a factory, and it's unrelated to literally everything. Also, always good to see Paul Rudd getting work. I I like Paul Rudd. Uh, amazing. Your dad never mentioned this. Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously he did. <laughs> the ghosts are real. The ghosts are real, Paul. <laughs> how, how do how did people forget that ghosts were real? Like that yeah, would that would but, fundamentally change the the entirety of society if we realized that the afterlife was a legitimate phenomenon. This is on. Yeah. How, how? Oh, yeah. Remember the 1980s when we found out the ghosts were real and then everyone just went on with their lives and everything was fine. Right. Because like, like, you know, like I, I understand how 9-11 passes into memory. Right. Because tr- tragedy is eternal. But like if 9-11 was done by a giant marshmallow man, I don't think anyone could forget that for at least several <laughs> hundred years. Uh, and oh, they brought back. Oh, it's got a gunner seat. <laughs> Right, it's got a gunner seat, just like the toy from the 80s that your parents remember. Ghostbusters, more than meets the eyes. Yeah, there we go. Ghostbusters trailer. Okay, we have watched we it go. together. We have we have watched the Ghostbusters trailer together. In, 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 um, in the, in the uh, uh, trailer reaction format. <laughs> and, man. Uh, okay, so, the, 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 like... Initial reaction. What was your initial take? The Ghostbusters franchise is weird, right? Because it's not like it's not protected by a sacred nostalgia shield, right? Because like immediately after Ghostbusters one, we get the real Ghostbusters cartoon, which was pretty good, but like weird. And then we get Ghostbusters two, which is just a horrible movie. Like Ghostbusters two is is lazy and derivative and just a cheap cash in on Ghostbusters one. Which sure maybe maybe that is maybe I'm being a little too hard on Ghostbusters 2. It's not the worst movie out there, but eh. And then you get Ghostbusters 2016, 
which like i really liked the villain like i thought the villain was was an incredible like lance in right at like the internet misogynist that kind of came after ghostbusters 2016 Mm -hmm. but like the movie the movie that that villain's in is just like ill-conceived um i mean i mentioned this but my my hot take on ghostbusters 2016 is it's fine um yeah i I like chris hemsworth in it right yeah it's not it's not like the the worst movie but like it's it's just like it it has the ghostbusters 2 problem which where it's it's just ghostbusters 1 but slightly worse again you know and like that's the thing that i like most about this current trailer is that like like i i like that like it looks like there's going to be some jokes and there's definitely going to be humor in this right but mm-hmm. it also looks like they're going for something weird and different, like Ghostbusters kids. And like, you know, like we're getting like the kind of like Muppet Babies live action Ghostbusters. And that could be that could be interesting how kids interact with Ghostbusting. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't hate this. I don't hate this. Right, but... I mean, like this we're 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 all trapped in in the ecto containment unit of nostalgia. It, right. It has it has been the 1980s, culturally speaking, literally forever. Right. Uh, yeah. Like maybe maybe the 2010s were the last decade to be their own decade, or the never yeah, mind the two the 2000s, but the 2010s have just increasingly been the 80s. I mean, it's we're yeah, like uh, the original Ghostbusters is an incredibly 1980s film, right? It's about it's about setting up a small business right it's, 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 it's about a bunch of people who like were annoyed by academia being an impossible place to get anything done so they try to set up an independent company yeah they set up a a parapsychological police force for the for the ghosts they are privatized cops <laughs> uh, I, i've said this repeatedly i've said this repeatedly ghostbusters is at its core sort of reactionary uh yeah it never it never no, really occurred no, to me I, till now but you're right they are the pinkertons but for ghosts yes they're the pinks for ghosts so it's a deeply reaganite conservative film and now like now which is it's so much a product of the 1980s and now we've got the stranger things kid we're still in the 80s like did nobody ever mention did your dad never mention that this happened in the 1980s like what happened what how did this all get memory hold how did this just <laughs> disappear from the consciousness of the world of this film i mean i think i think um, like uh, paratextually right like we're we're at a cultural moment where people who were kids in the 80s are adults now right like i i was born in the end of the 80s and i'm on the younger end of that and uh, like people born in the early end of the, or people who were like children in the early side of the 80s are in their late 40s now maybe maybe some older and it's like, like, okay, like they're having nostalgia for their childhood, so these things are are kind of coming back into vogue, right? Because now, now, like, I think part of this can be explained by like all of the adults who are starting to create this media and who have the financial ability to consume this media are are wanting to kind of play with the sandbox of their youth, right? Yeah. That they, they haven't really had the cultural uh, capital to access prior to this moment. Yeah. No, I think and, that's true. Her, yeah, like because because now like you know people people who are our age roughly plus 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 ten or so years right <laughs> like now now they can get jobs and be executives for these companies and be like oh what do we want to do oh well you know like I really loved Ghostbusters when I was a kid let's let's revisit. But one one I I couldn't help but think this watching this trailer that like 
oh my god, like Frederick Jameson is just right about everything in American culture. <laughs> like, Frederick Jameson yes. and Mark Fisher are just right about everything in American culture. Like I know, right? What we've got I... here is 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 an image of an image of the nineteen eighties. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we we go. Oh yeah, it's got the right eighties aesthetic, but it's a modern eighties that isn't gesturing back to anything that actually exists. It's it like. You know, it's 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 a it's a kind of nostalgia aesthetic. It's not even nostalgia because, you know, like you pointed out, Ghostbusters has become this kind of plurality of texts. So we're not even kind of kind of looking back to a to an original source. We're just looking back to like, hey, remember that remember that vague thing? And there was a cartoon, and there was there was a movie, and there was remember that it's like that but again and it's like this modern version of the 1980s that has has never gone anywhere right like that's 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 the whole thing about nostalgia right like it's a home you can never return to mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know every when we have nostalgia for the 80s we have nostalgia for like uh synth wave and fashion and cultural items but like n- not it, like you have to be a real monster to have nostalgia for like uh reaganite economics yeah ex- exactly and, do and there's we, not do like we need fond more privat- of that. privatized ghost police no no we do not <laughs> <laughs> and right i think like you, you see that you see with, with like stranger things and stuff like you you you're like of course like because the last season of stranger things had the russians as the bad guys yep and like that that's a very kind of like 80s thing that plays on a lot of modern liberal uh ideas but like in this Ghostbusters movie, like I wouldn't be surprised if like the only Reaganite stuff that appears is just the background Reaganite radiation that we all have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably true. But I think the fact that that is the cultural background says a lot about what this film is is tapping into. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, we've, we've had to return to. I mean, for all of its flaws, I think the 2016 Ghostbusters was was an attempt to get away from that. It, and it, they went, well, nobody liked it, so we'll just update the nostalgia. Uh, I was I was talking about this on, on, on uh, Twitter, and uh, John Leavitt, who has been on an episode with us where we talked about High Rise, just said, uh, responded by going, Blue Monday, Donald Trump, Russia fear, a contested UK election. <laughs> Folks, we're in hell. We love it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, like... So it was one of the thoughts I had while watching this trailer was was um uh Ghostbusters of my life uh for one. Yep. A little yeah, little yeah. Mark Fisher joke for the kids, <laughs> but like uh, another thought I had was that like I I think it's weird how we struggle with the textual representation of nostalgia of the 80s, right? Because I think I have the inverse reading of Ghostbusters 2016 because that movie was entirely leashed and and completely unable to escape Ghostbuster fandom as a concept. Good point. You know, like like every the, the movie is a beat for beat recreation of the original Ghostbusters. You get these academics, and they can't quite get it to work in academia, so they go into a private business. It's it's all just it's just the first movie. It, like they, they shave off the '80s aesthetics, but they keep literally everything else. And this movie looks like it's going for like a different thing, where it's just all '80s aesthetics. But, like, if these band of plucky kids start, say, like, we're going to drop out of elementary school and form a ghost-busting app, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it'll end with, like, 
uh, a young like venture capitalist arriving at the school we literally we literally made the joke in a skit about buster the app that lets you bust <laughs> ghosts i refuse that to ever become a reality and thankfully i think one one of the good things about 80 like the 80s nostalgia that we get from stranger things and like what it looks like we'll get from this movie is that like app technology like the gig economy smartphones those things are kind of incompatible with the representations of 80s nostalgia and so they're they're like they're forced out you know like you you really can't have those things in your 80s nostalgia movies so we don't have to deal with like the nightmare that would be like 2010 zoomer ghostbusters where it's just an app or something <laughs> um yeah, that's true, but like it's also a deeply it's an era that's incredibly technologized, right? It's the era yes. where finance capital becomes digitized. Like they they capture the ghosts through their technology. So, I mean, I hope you're right. I hope we have not we have not accidentally opened the doorway to the dark dimension where we get <laughs> the we get the app version of Ghostbusters, but if we've done it, just know that we are powerful and we will not use our powers for good. <laughs> well th thankfully i am 100 percent confident that we're wrong about that one and there will be no app <laughs> but definitely definitely like I, I i'm like i'm weirdly optimistic about this one like like every every time we get like nostalgia kids and in another reboot and another cloned product like uh, it's exhausting to to forever relive the same texts over and over and over again because they are marketable and they will sell yeah 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 but like based on this trailer and based on the information available to us it looks like it might be an interesting attempt to explore the potentiality that exists within ghostbusters conceptually i mean i hope you're right like i genuinely hope you're right i i am not i'm not as optimistic as you are um i think it's i think it's weird that this is basically the beginning of like dynastic generational filmmaking because it's it's Jason Reitman, right? And it was Ivan yeah, Reitman. Yeah, it's Reitman. It was, yep. it was and it was Ivan Reitman who was doing this back in the nineteen eighties. Um, so I I think it's a it's it showcases just how kind of profoundly we're we're stuck and almost like mainstream Hollywood culture genuinely can't imagine anything new. Yeah, yeah. And speaking so speaking of Hollywood not being able to imagine anything new. Uh, the one thing I am really worried about for this movie is a CGI ghost Harold Ramis. Yeah, I think because our our, our main kids are uh... Harold, Harold Ramis's grandkids. I think is what they're set up to be, and like, oh, uh, you know, we we have a CGI James Dean movie coming out. We had uh, yeah. we already we had CGI Grandma Tarkin. We yep. had uh, CGI Princess Leia. Yep. I, I am deeply worried that it's, that it's, there's the, it's gonna the, happen. It's we're going we're to gonna get the moment where the kids are dispirited and they don't think they're gonna win, and then CGI Harold Ramis shows up and is like, "No, you can do it. Hope, future. There's a way. It's just, it's gonna be awful if they do that." Yeah, yeah, but I I think that or something like that. I I wouldn't be shocked at all. But isn't this a kind of surreal moment to arrive at where now we have like formative cultural texts that like your descendants will carry on remaking and kind of reimagining forever yes it's interesting and it's also uh, uh deeply terrifying because i think like 
It's it's interesting, right? Because in in a in a better world, we would be just constantly retelling Ghostbusters stories, but it would be because Ghostbusters was in the public domain as it should be. And, yeah. and we could we could all make our own Ghostbusters movies and video games and comic books and novelizations and we can explore these these texts and what they mean to us now instead of kind of just like waiting until a fistful of people get lucky enough to be approved to be the next uh you know directors of ghostbuster textual canon yeah you you're the next you're the next high priest that's been entrusted to write write the oh, next yeah. volume of like holy writ <laughs> well I, I i personally can't wait for for the papal encyclical to come down from the high house reitman and <laughs> let me know how i should feel about the ghostbusters i am so excited for that moment but you know what? It also looked kind of fun. It also looks kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I think like to to kind of cap it off on what we what we like to do here on the show, like you know, critically, this is the cultural milieu we're stuck in, and and we have to grapple with the text that it presents us. Yeah. So so there's always the temptation to dismiss anything that's pop. And to be like, well, I'm not going to see the Ghostbusters because it's just another remake and that is of no value. Goodbye. Good day. Good day, but sir. Like, we, we should be more like Werner Herzog, who had no idea that Star Wars was a movie, but defended to, to his dying breath on the battlefield the right for puppet Yoda to be a puppet and not a CGI thing. And, and Werner was right. Werner was right. <laughs> but yeah no definitely like like it's it's the, the whole the whole thing about having like critical media analysis isn't shut yourself off from pop ephemera as it apparates around you but to be able to critically analyze why it's there and what it's doing yeah precisely precisely i think that's i think that's enormously important and hopefully that is what we've been able to do when talking about the tr new trailer for ghostbusters afterlife <laughs> 